The next day, Mary and Aunt Patricia talked to Sister Frances, who thought that Mary would make an excellent candidate for nursing school. That night, they were all sitting down to supper when Danny and Patrick were told of the news. I think that's great, sis, Danny said. I haven't done anything yet. I still have some tests I have to pass before I'm accepted. Oh, you'll do fine with the test. I can help you if you want. Thanks. I may ask you. This is an excellent meal, Patrick said as he gobbled it down. You can thank your Aunt Patricia. She's the one who cooked it. It tastes like real food, so I knew Mary didn't make it. Hey, Mary said as she swiped at her brother's head. All right, you two. Stop it now. However, Patrick is right. This is splendid. Thank you. As everyone started talking about the day's event, Michael sat down back and smiled. He and Katie had dreamed that their children would have a better life than they did. Maybe this part of their dream was coming true after all. He started to feel sad and angry that Katie wasn't there to see it. Are you okay, Father? Yes, Danny, I am. I was just thinking about your mother and how much I wish she could be here to see this. I believe she is, Father, Danny said. Michael had been working for a while for the councilman, but he was also still working for Mr. Cole. He was pretty sure it, that couldn't last forever. If it wasn't credible, he would be in the center of a large collision between two giants. For the councilman, he just continued to observe and report what he saw. Fortunately, he had been lucky, and Mr. Cole had left him alone while Katie had been ill. But he knew sooner or later Mr. Cole would require service. He wasn't sure what he would do at that point. Michael chose to meet the councilman men at Patrick's. It was nicer than O'Reilly's. More importantly, it was just outside Michael's neighborhood, so it was unlikely someone he knew would see him there. Evening, Michael, Gillespie said as he sat down next to him at the bar. Hi, Gillespie. Despite himself, Michael was beginning to like Gillespie. He was honest and told it like it was, and that was something he liked in a man. Gillespie stared at Michael. You look like something is bothering you. You want to talk about it? Michael looked at Gillespie and paused for a moment, thinking, Hell, I can't get any more trouble than I am now. I'm already halfway down this road, and it's too late to turn back now. Yeah, I have a problem. And he then proceeded to tell Gillespie his work with Mr. Cole. I know that he and Ms. Councilman Davis had a falling out. Yeah, you can say that again, Gillespie laughed. I know, but knowing it doesn't solve my problem. Leave it to me. I'll talk to Councilman Davis and see what we can do about the problem. Thanks, Michael said as he went to pay for the drink. No, I'll take care of that. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Thanks again. This place is nice, but a bit, little bit expensive for my money. Yeah, Patrick's is a bit expensive, but everyone who is anyone comes through here. Maybe. Like I said, it's nice, but O'Reilly still feels like home to me. 
As Michael was about to leave, he looked around Patrick's pub. Unlike O'Reilly's, it was well lit with gas lights around the sides, and there was a lamp on every table. Through the mirror on the back of the bar, you could see the whole pub. The whiskey bells and mugs at the bar were clean and death-free. In fact, unlike O'Reilly's, everything in Patrick's looked shiny and new. Yeah, Michael thought as he left, it's nice, but it's not home.